Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. kids hi <laughs> oh, hey. i'm hungover <laughs> i'm a loser <laughs> so is martyr <laughs> i am not hungover. i'm, <laughs> I'm martyr i'm c tepper this is wig wig out. Out. losing wig. edition losers at, the, the hangover edition let's be the real. hungover loser edition yes um so we're recording this literally the day after the glams which we will talk about in the middle of the episode yes and we are proud losers <laughs> yeah in case award. you were wondering who won see we'll hint, hint, it, <laughs> it might not us. have been us <laughs> we'll get into it um, um caitlin what what are we doing today who are we talking to she was episode 11, so go back and listen. Came all the way back because she voted for us for the glam. So I said, you better come back now. <laughs> it's Vidalia. Vidalia. Welcome Hello. back, Lily. Welcome back. Hi, hi. I'm here. I'm queer. And we're mad about it. Yay. <laughs> uh, how are you, babe? I'm doing well. Um, I'm not hungover, but I am currently getting drunk. <laughs> So Perfect. maybe by the end of the episode, we'll be in the same place. That's yeah. probably what will happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we like actually did the show, we were talking about the first topic that I wanted to talk about anyway. So how has life been in the pandemic? Highs, lows, all lows, some highs. Uh, kind of, <laughs> well, I mean, aside from performing, I've always been kind of a homebody anyway. Mm-hmm. So people are like, Oh, you know, it's really interesting to see extroverts be like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to stay home all the time and cook yeah. for myself and clean. I'm like, that's what you should have been doing from the very beginning. I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Like, I really like to stay at home. Like, I was very burnt out before um, nightlife, like, ended because of Corona. So, like, oh. I was fine with, like, a couple months of just not going anywhere. It was actually, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I remember, I mean, this is so odd because it's now like we're a year of doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I remember uh, being like in the thick of it, kind of like January, February, and being like, if only I could just somehow afford a week off, that, mm-hmm. that everything would be great. I remember <laughs> wanting that so bad. I know, I was in the same exact, I was like, I can't go out anymore. Like, I am so burnt out from my job, I which I now don't have, and like, just going out i was like i i need a break and then i know the universe this is what the was universe like, oh, yeah the universe was like oh you want a break say no more yeah literally that, that literally <laughs> that i was like damn this is one long hell of a break yeah, but it's oh, been really God. great uh recently in like the past two months I've, I've had this sudden burst of creativity so i've been ah. sewing a lot and i've been doing hair a lot and um i released a single <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> i didn't know that thing. yay yeah <laughs> You can tell I'm us about it. Recording artist. Yeah. <laughs> yes, bitch. This is a much looser episode than when we did your episode, so feel free to rant and rant. To shamelessly promote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't put any because I didn't know you did that, so feel free to promote. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I released a single recently. That is my latest venture. I'm I'm going back to my music roots. 
Um, What's it called? And it was the, the single is called Being Here With You. Okay. It is going to be a part of an album that's going to be coming out later this year. Ooh. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, and it, you know what? Qu- quarantine has kind of taught me th- all the things that I can do from the comfort of my own living room. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, recording's a little tricky because you need things to be really quiet and you need like noise canceling stuff. Yeah. But I we mean, don't know about that here. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear everything. Train, so. Yeah. You can hear everything in our podcast. But yeah. You know, I used a, a, a few of those unemployment COVID dollars to buy me some soundproofing foam. And I got myself a Ooh. OK mic and some recording software. And I set up in my living room and I was in there for eight hours. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to make music now. Yeah. And then I made music now. <laughs> I love it. People are so creative in quarantine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad you're yeah. doing that. And you have a background in music? I do. I have a very useless master's degree in classical voice performance. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's definitely useless, but I guess not right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the best business plan. Like, you know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Study in depth the dying art of opera. Yeah. Yep. Um, you, I Jasmine know. Rice, and Monet. I was going to say, I know a lot of people that did that, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it seemed like such a good idea at the time. <laughs> Are you a tenor? What's your vocal rate? Uh, well, in college, be- in my school, there weren't very many uh, men. I was also a man at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Which we'll <laughs> get into. <laughs> there, weren't that, there weren't very many uh, lower voice ranges, I should say. Mm-hmm. And also, um, so I sang ten. I wanted to be a tenor. That's kind of where my voice sits. But mm-hmm. because of that and my lower register, I had to sing bass for... Uh, freshman my freshman sophomore and part of my junior year gotcha gotcha so hey. then my senior my senior recital is like what tenor arias are you going to sing i'm like i don't know but i have all these beautiful baritone ones <laughs> that. Oh it's always needed because you know lots of people sing very high yes i do not yeah I blessed. well you know there's always vocal training <laughs> I studied a voice in undergrad too for a little bit. Um, I didn't know like, that. I I I, I didn't What's get into your the range? school. Uh, baritone, baritone okay. bass. Yeah. Um, uh, do you remember the aria book that everybody had to read out of? Because I think I have like four copies of it. <laughs> the twenty-five arias. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Schumann's that that yellow book with the green mm-hmm. writing. Yep, hundred percent. Oh, I still, I still have mine in all of the in in all of um, these like bins that I've gotten out of storage. I actually have a limited edition one, uh, oh. twenty five Schubert, yeah, twenty five Schubert like a uh, Arietas, mm-hmm. and there's one piece in there that was only in print for twenty five of the books, and I happened to have purchased one of those twenty five. Gaggy. Ooh, good for yeah. you. And now. In like 10 years, I'm going to sell it on eBay for hundreds of thousands of dollars. As you should. Because um, literally every music student I know has like several copies of that. But yeah, got to get those rarities when you can. Yes. <laughs> All the fans York, have it in New York. <laughs> in New York, when you're a, when you're a, uh, when you're a baby, uh, you, you, you got to learn those songs to go compete in NISMA. Mm. And all the songs in that book are in Nisma. New York State School Music Association. Oh, 
Gotcha. I've never heard of that. Yes, you get to pick a song that's rated from level one to level six, six being the hardest, mm-hmm. and then you go and sing it, and somebody gives you a score. And if you have really good scores, apparently colleges care about that shit or whatever. Oh, that's weird. That makes sense to me. Knowing my <laughs> audition process, that makes complete sense to me. Yeah, but also only they only care about it if you go to a school in New York, because if you go to oh. a school somewhere else, they're like, "What the fuck is Nisma?" Yeah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's Niasma. <laughs> yeah god uh do you want to talk about getting corona it's up to you sure let's talk about it <laughs> i had it in april uh it was kind of a perfect storm of just bullshit <laughs> the beginning of the year uh, <laughs> beginning of oh my god of last year i should say because it's now 2021 yeah uh but last year march i actually was evicted and became homeless Oh my God. Yeah. Same. So uh, a friend of mine who was very kind was like, You can sleep on my couch. I'm like, That's great. Uh, and it was a tiny one bedroom apartment in, mm-hmm. in um, Hell's Kitchen, of all places, mm-hmm. which seemed great. Yeah. Because... Right. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Because of... <laughs> I was working in Hell's Kitchen so much at the time. Yeah. And then the week after I moved, is when everything shut down. Mm. So I'm like, wow, now I'm in Hell's Kitchen. This place is useless if the <laughs> bars aren't open. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, but living in Hell's Kitchen with so many people, so many very, very silly homosexuals, yep. there was just no way for me to avoid getting it. So in the beginning of April, I, I, I got sick. Yeah, um, I feel like Hell's Kitchen is like one of the hot spots in Manhattan, like that really just never shut down at any point. Yeah. So it's well, kind of it unavoidable. Just, yeah, there, there's just one of the places in Manhattan that had the most people. It's like, yeah. if you went to Spanish Harlem, same thing. Yeah, true. Um, or in Williamsburg or wherever. Yeah. There's just but I feel people. like they weren't like taking any sort of precautions either. You know what I mean? No, but you know, <laughs> if we were to do a, uh, sociological study on the kind of person oh yeah absolutely the kind of wealth that exists yep. in hell's kitchen yep and how that wealth attributes to um what's the word uh stupidity oh. so <laughs> yeah we need charts <laughs> it'll only go one direction <laughs> <laughs> look at this graph um <laughs> not <bad. laughs> it's a vine reference for you kids out oh, there. God. oh my god that's so funny um what was I gonna say? Oh, but the funny thing is now, um, apartments in Hell's Kitchen are very, very reasonable. So, oh my god, nobody lives there anymore. Yeah. So if anyone's looking, because my friend was like apartment hunting in Manhattan. Oh my god, it's like this is what the prices should always have been. Oh. Yeah. We got studios over there. Probably. Yeah, that's what she. Uh, yeah, she's looking for a studio. Am I becoming a Hell's Kitchen guy this year, girly? <laughs> There is, but the thing is, honestly, there is there, there's no such thing as a Hell's Kitchen gay anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's still there. Like the, the bars are still doing outdoor dining and stuff, so the gays are still. Yeah, you, well, the you, one you, bar, everything else is closed. True. Unfortunately, I, I heard Rise is doing stuff, but I haven't been over there. Yeah, it's um. I mean, I, it, you know, getting sick sucks. I stayed home. I yeah. quarantined as best as I could, living with somebody else. Um, How long did it last for? for you uh like the the 
horrible like nose running couldn't breathe headache mm-hmm. stuff the, yeah. the heavy symptoms lasted for about three weeks oh wow oh, um yeah and it was i mean i was miserable i uh, so, how could you not be and then like the post nasal drip stuff lasted for about another week and a half two weeks and then i had all the residual stuff like we were talking a little bit about it before but um what you call it like the the not being able to taste and not being able to yeah. smell yeah and, mm. uh all that stuff was i mean even as recently as like october of last year so oh my god Jeez. Yeah. you said you still can't taste things it's not that i can't taste things it's that i it's noticeably different and my smell too um, oh wow do you do you guys know the shampoo and conditioner brand Garnier Fructis? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, you know like it's like like washing very, your hair with perfume. Yeah, yeah it's very but, strong. Um, <laughs> that smell and it's because what I remember it's like a you know like very fruity and good smelling. Yeah. Um, and now when I open it up, all I smell are like chemicals. I mean, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean like. No, I know almost, what you mean. Almost like unbearable. A, the, yeah, like the like, fruity part is gone, and yeah. now it's just chemical straight up. That's so weird. I hope and, you um, get your smell back. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped using Garnier for teas. <laughs> <laughs> your hair looks amazing. No one can see it, but it looks great. Oh, I know that the. I'm just keep playing with it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm trying to grow it out. I love it so much. So I can be a real hair girl and not a wig girl. You know what I mean? Oh, Martyr wouldn't know about that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, Martyr, your hair is short. Has it always been short? No. Um, been I short. shaved it in November, so it is oh. currently short. You did shave but... November, not the no yeah. shave. November. Yeah, you oh, did the opposite. Um... I don't, I don't do those nonsense things. They're so stupid. You did, but you did it. You did the did opposite. It. You were like, oh, everyone's not shaving. I will shave. What well, a rebel. Um, well, all the, this is whatever. This is going to be gross, but whatever. There's also a supplement to no shave November. That's called no nut November. And it's a oh, bunch I of heard straight guys that. that do it. Yeah, But it's also like a thing that like, neo-nazis and like incels do and i all my friends all my gay friends were like doing it i'm like y'all are like <laughs> white supremacists yeah i was like what's tea <laughs> why are you doing this jesus christ yeah um what is, so, also what is it going to prove like what yeah who about, are you proving to anyone what about you not nutting in november is going to help anybody but your instagram feed <laughs> True. oh god <laughs> True. Um, you know what I mean? Like fucking yeah. come. Like stop it. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? For every day that you don't come, donate to charity. Yeah, like, that just... see, I would be down for that one. Well, that's like, what I'm gonna no t- shave November is for. No, I know, I know that's yeah. what that's for. Can you um, imagine? Like, I'm gonna do the world the disservice of taking my dick off the market. Like get <laughs> over yourself. <laughs> gag. Gag. Eddie. Oh my god. Gag. Yeah. No, those um people with penises need to calm down sometimes hey <laughs> man yeah uh, people who know just in general people like, who not <laughs> yeah for real i'm i'm now no nut for nobody no one nut <laughs> yeah you're just single <laughs> same yeah i'm Bad. a no nut but like out of 
not choice. <laughs> Wait, that's not a good. <laughs> that's okay. It's pandemic times. I feel like people are too hard on themselves. Yeah. Like, who are you dating, you know? I mean, a lot of people are dating probably and handing out corona here and there, but <laughs> I don't know. Corona for you, corona for you. Yeah, dating in quarantine seems, well, trying to find someone new in Mm. quarantine seems yeah. very difficult because if yeah. you were dating someone before then whatever yeah yeah um but yeah have y'all tried to do- look at me i'm and i'm asking the question yeah well, this is kind of an open form this episode is just like a free flow episode so <laughs> uh, um uh have y'all tried have you been on the dating apps and stuff well, well I, lives yeah i live with my boyfriend <laughs> so as oh, my well. cat jumps on me but i have friends who like like straight women who um have been like dating and like the guys do not care that it's Corona times. Like they still want to do it. The gays don't either. Yeah, yeah. the gays don't either. So I think men have stayed the same during the um, pandemic. My favorite new thing to see on like Grinder or whatever is how people used to say like tested, uh, HIV tested, whatever, uh, has now become like COVID tested. <laughs> or they'll like, say like their vaccine, like they'll, they'll show their vaccine cards as like their profile picture. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Do they really do that? Yeah, oh 100%. my god, that is so. I like. I would purposely stay away from that type of person. That's yeah. Well, it's also like. I mean, I can't. I don't believe these people. Like, what? Like, it, oh, whatever. People are gonna. People be fucking. People <laughs> would should be fucking. Um, but I feel like posting your vaccine like the next or like your vaccine status on the next day. Like what? What? What are you trying to tell everybody? Uh, so you could still <laughs> yeah. like get Corona between yeah. the time yes. you took it. You know, even if you've been vaccinated twice, you can still give Corona. Is what people are trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Like you still have to wear a mask. I know. Tell that um, to my grandma. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I went to the post office today to send off some costumes, and there was an old lady who came in, and I, I mean, I've heard stories of people who don't wear masks and making like huge yeah yeah i've never actually seen it because i uh-huh. thought like surely we won't see that here in, in Manhattan, you know, blue state progressive as fuck i live in williamsburg like oh uh, williamsburg yeah 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 i forgot and this lady came in and lit the place up <laughs> she's like this is against my constitutional rights i'm like you could take you and your constitutional rights and get the fuck up out of here yeah seriously well staten island's been pretty bad that's why all the cases are up there i'm sure long island's bad too because i know you're from long yeah. island yeah I'm my, sure my parents are in long island well they, they live in texas now but my parents when i was visiting i visited them once mm-hmm. during quarantine oh um, in texas no here in, oh here here okay uh, i went to long island to visit them after yeah. quarantining for two weeks and doing all the things yeah, yeah. um we just and it was it was wild yep because it was like nothing had changed. Yep. <laughs> um, I took my mom grocery shopping, which is why I went to Long Island so I can buy them some food. Yeah. And like, you were thinking the place where they're selling food, mask regulations would be enforced the most, and it was just like a free for all. Yep. People do not care. I yeah. Unfortunately, like- for some people, they're not going to care until it affects them. Oh, yeah. And even then, I feel like they're still in denial sometimes. Yeah. Science isn't real. <laughs> it is a lie. <laughs> it is a lie. 
we'll talk about that a little later with all the politics but um so after our episode with you aired you came out as trans femme congratulations that's huge it was huge it was huge to announce it well that's not true (laughs) it was huge huge to admit it to myself for many Mm -hmm. months prior to that post on facebook um but yeah, like telling everybody was kind of like whatever. <laughs> How do you feel now that you're out and open? Uh, not very much different. I I, I don't think uh, being uh, out. Be, okay, because I'm, I'm I'm a drag queen, right? And most people that are in yeah. my life now have met me through that. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of people who were already using she/her pronouns for me, mm-hmm. and who kind of, I mean right now I'm actually fully bearded but which will be gone by today by the way mm-hmm. uh but um like and a lot of the people who were really really close to me already knew that I was had been taking the the hormones and, and mm-hmm. the testosterone blockers mm-hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal because I had already been living my life that way that's how it should um, be I yeah I mean very fortunate that my life is very rooted in queer culture and queer mm-hmm. community and I mean especially here in Williamsburg like someone being trans is like cool great yeah you're trans <laughs> yeah it's definitely very accepted I feel like and I feel like there's a lot of trans people in Williamsburg to begin with. oh yeah for sure yeah there there's actually a trend there, right across the street from me like on the same I'm on the third floor of my apartment and across the street there's a third floor apartment that has a trans flag up oh wow yeah in their window and I actually put mine up too so like oh hey. <laughs> that's amazing I see you. Aww. Uh, but yeah it, I came out it was you know uh I at that point I had been on hormone therapy for on the day of the post that was like already three months okay uh and now oh my gosh now it's we're going on more than a year so that's cool. Have Dude, you experienced I mean, like <laughs> big changes yeah, taking hormones? Uh, yes. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, so like, there's you know, my cheeks are a little bit fuller. Mm-hmm. Uh, my waist has gotten smaller, which you think yes! would be great, except that your hips get bigger. So now <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh sweet. Oh wait, no, actually stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and uh, um. What a, like my, my penis is pretty much a hood ornament at this point, so that's fun. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a really, you know, really nice accessory. Uh, <laughs> um, and what else? And my nipples hurt all the time. Like not even a mm-hmm. little bit of the time. Like mm-hmm. I was putting on my jacket today to leave the house and the zipper grazed my nipple and I yelped oh man like a little dog because they just hurt all the time but i've been told that that's because there's growth happening and i'm like cool but i wish it didn't hurt it sounds like (laughs) um when women go through puberty like cis women yeah 
I will say that going through puberty as a 30-year-old is much better than going through puberty as a 12-year-old. Oh, yes. It's horrible as a 12 because you don't even know what's happening and no one tells you what's going on. It's just a mess. Yeah. And it's <laughs> I have really a lot interesting. of like PTSD about it. <laughs> it's really interesting now to be going through like <laughs> I mean, I went through puberty to become a young man. So there was lots of things like wanting to hump everything all the time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going through puberty to become a young lady. And now I just want to cry all the time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I heard that it makes, like, when you take all the hormones, it makes you very emotional. Yes, I was very emotional. <laughs> I, it's starting to, to level out now, but oh, that's I was good. watching. Uh, do you, are you guys familiar with the Resident Evil games? Yeah. This is my new hill that I'm going to die on. Well, and Resident Evil hill. 6, <laughs> uh, Chris Redfield, who is a character on it, uh, is the main character and there's this other guy named uh, uh pierce nevin who's the other character and they like team up mm-hmm. and they're like they've been like the game was pretty much like we know the gays are playing games now so we're gonna make this game with these two male leads oh so there was yeah it's and at the end one of the uh, spoiler oh it came out in 2005 whatever uh the, 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 the one of them dies okay oh, no. and it it sent me into a tale Oh my spin. god. <laughs> I was face puffy, tears, snot dripping. I mean, eating Doritos by the handful. <laughs> I was inconsolable. My cat came in my room and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Welcome to estrogen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that's all. That's all it's different. And you know, I'm like clothes and, and hair and all that other. well luckily you make your own clothes at least with like so you I can, can make my own clothes. with every change you could just like easily adjust everything i feel like <laughs> yeah i mean i would much rather like to purchase my clothes and make it oh of course of <laughs> course i know <laughs> but yeah uh that's where i'm at with that would you have like any advice for anyone who's like in the closet about it or like doesn't know what steps to take about transitioning sure well one thing that I wish somebody would have told me was um, to not factor in other people's reactions into your decision Mm -hmm. so if you want to start transitioning you don't have to let anybody know about it oh absolutely yeah you can Mm -hmm. you I mean outside of yourself really you can go to a doctor you can ask about it and you can start transitioning mm-hmm. this is a medical transition i mean yeah um because i think one of the biggest things that held me back from having started earlier even though i knew i wanted to and i was feeling this way for so long was well what are my friends going to think and how am i going to start living my life and everyone's going to expect me to be a girl overnight um and none of that is true, you know. Yeah. There are people. There are people who take estrogen who still call themselves men. Yeah. Just. Uh, my advice to people who are thinking of coming out the closet uh, is just really ask yourself what you want to come out of the closet for, and if it is for somebody else, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. You should come out of the closet when you're ready, if you want to. And for you. Yeah. 
And I know um, someone who's um, going through the process right now, and I would recommend um, reaching out to Planned Parenthood because a lot of times there's a lot of different um, doctors who will like put a stop to like, they'll make you jump through hoops basically to try to transition if you mm-hmm. want to like medically transition. And Planned Parenthood seems to not have as many, like they don't seem to have like really any um, like obstacles for you to get to where you need to go. Yeah, and I think it's important for people to know just on the legal side of things mm-hmm. that there is no legal reason to put a roadblock on anyone to receive hormone replacement or hormone, uh, any kind of hormone therapy. There is no legal reason to not do that. I mean, with surgeries and stuff, obviously there are legal reasons behind that. But if you ask a doctor if you can start estrogen or testosterone and there's no medical reason as to why you shouldn't, they legally are obligated to help you do that process. That's really important. I didn't even know that one. Yes. So if your doctor says no, why? And it seems like he just because he doesn't want to or she doesn't want to, then you can report that person to the board. That's important. Find another doctor. Yeah, please find another doctor. But yeah, there's so many incompetent doctors out there. Yeah, I've been very fortunate that I, uh, I went to Ryan Health, Ryan Chelsea Health Center, Mm -hmm. in Health's Kitchen, and um, my doctor is very queer, and was like, "Okay, sure, you want to start today?" And I'm like, "Yes, please." And I just oh wow, pick up my prescription on that day. Oh wow, that's great. That's amazing. I'm yeah. glad it was a smooth transition as far as yeah. like all in that medical sense. Yeah, it was a smooth transition into my transition. <laughs> <laughs> as yeah. I transition into our break. Yes, I think on that note, we should take a little break. Kids, we'll be right back and we're going to talk about the glams. The glams. <laughs> we're talking about the glams and we might talk about some inauguration things too. Yes. Cute. Okay, we'll be right back. Bye! Bye! Wig, okay. I know, wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. (laughs) I am ready for my wig to go fly. I have not been healthy since Friday. (laughs) I haven't been healthy this quarantine so i don't fit into my dresses anymore so i was like this is a sign i need to like start not being like this <laughs> oh i had well oh i guess i should talk about this too i i uh the i had to be healthy eat healthy anyway i'm getting weight loss surgery <gasps> oh wow yeah so i had to i had to intermittently fast for a month and a half oh, oh boy wow. how is that yeah. awful you remember yeah, in, um, what was that movie, Devil Wears Prada, where she's like, basically, I starve myself, and when I feel like I'm going to faint, I eat a cube of cheese. Well, oh, that's God. kind it's of exactly gonna, what I did. It's only going to get, like, worse, though, like, after the surgery, because I know they, like, you really can't eat much. Right. Well, Once you, you adjust. Yeah, while because you're you don't want to eat, because you, I rather, it's not that you don't want to eat, because, you you know, the desire is still there, but um, yeah. you can't eat as much, and you're hungry less. So that's the thing. Yeah, no. We'll just we'll just leave that in. We'll just start from there for okay. <laughs> if you're okay with that being on. Yeah, yes. if, yeah. Okay. We'll just leave that in. Okay. Um it's very kids. exciting. 
And on that note, welcome back. <laughs> we said to do that anyway, so yeah. don't worry. <laughs> I, I love being a natural transition. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, oh my God. So the glams were last night, girls. And we were together watching it. Viva yes, was we- watching it at home, I guess. I was. Yes. I put it on my, yeah. my TV. I got to see. Well, I will say that um i was i i have a new game on my phone that i was playing for most of it that's so I fine too many I, i'm not gonna say like so our award i'll just go into our award was the first award and like they didn't do like they had tina burton tina burton's the host of the glams this year and like yeah. you the glams they usually do an opening number so i just like assumed there'd be an opening number but there was no opening number and they went straight into our award which um i wasn't expecting them our award to be first because the way they um did all the polling and promoted it our award was always last yeah, so I, yeah. I was i wasn't expecting like the first person up to be us like the category and can so i just tell us. you <laughs> what my favorite part about tina burner hosting it yeah go ahead she was never never not once looking at the right camera <laughs> did y'all notice that isn't that funny um I didn't notice that. Honestly, after our award, I kind of tuned out. What was I going to um, say? Oh, yeah. Yes. So, like, we did our award, as in they did the award. Obviously, we did not win. But after, like, the award, like, I kind of tuned out. Because we were, like, getting food and stuff. So, it was just, yeah. like, kind of a blur. Yeah. You guys, best podcast, that was Bob and Monet, that one. Monet. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I we expected that to happen. Yeah. yeah. I love Bob and Monet. Oh. Like they were, Bob was like my introduction to New York City drag. Like I'm very fine with losing to her. And Monet is a good Judy of mine. So I'm very happy for them. But um, so some people I have heard through the grapevine are not very happy about that a lot. So there's only five awards this year that um, basically all the, anytime there was a drag race girl nominated, they won. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that some people allegedly are not very happy about that. But the thing is, it's the polling was open to the public. Guess what? People are gonna vote for Drag Race people. Like, yeah, they're well known. People know, like sibling rivalry. I listen to them. Like, if I didn't Me know too. any, if I didn't know all the other ones, like I'm gonna vote for them. So I'm not I mad mean, about it. <laughs> it's just. It, it's it's the same thing every year, really. It's not yeah. like it's different now that it's digital. And I mean, the same thing with the BNAs. The oh, I, yeah, Awards. I was talking about that as well. Um, I know, like, Denver, Colorado has kind of their own version of the Glams called the Divas. And, ah. and Chicago has their own version. Like, if you're on Drag Race, you're just going to win. Like, that's kind well, of... Well, like, they have a built-in fan base. And even if Bob and Monet weren't on Drag Race, like, they have a huge New York City fan base as right. well i mean it would probably be a little bit more level yeah it would be more level yeah it would be a more level playing field but once you're a drag race like i'm sure like so bob and monet never promoted it which i think is fair like they don't promote when they get nominated now for glam yeah. wars but i'm I sure would, their fans knew about it and like i would also bet money that one of them or both of them did not even know i would put some money on it um, probably not when they were nominated, but they they made an acceptance speech, so someone got it told. Oh, cool! Yeah, Monet well, did not make well, one yeah. for the, the video. Best video. Yeah, which that was funny. <laughs> so wait, Monet won two. Yeah, Monet won two out of the five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, I wasn't nominated for anything, so really fuck the whole show. But (laughs) and if I sound bitter, it's because I am. (laughs) Well, we were hanging out with people who had been nominated before, lost before in our viewing party. Yeah, we're in company. So like, I I felt like very honored to be hanging out with people who also had lost because I have a lot of respect for them. As like losers. what they do, I'm a yeah. <laughs> three-time Glammy Award loser. Myself. Oh, what categories? Uh, I lost Best Dancer obviously twice, and I lost uh, Breakthrough Artist once. Mm. I think, which I guess is like Best New Artist now. I think is what they call it. They keep changing it. I don't even know what it is this year. It's been changed a bunch. Yeah, I my goal for this year and for next Glammys is to be nominated for Best Designer yes i don't want to win it because there are people in this community that i feel should win it before i do but i do want to be nominated yeah see for the glams i feel like the nomination is just the validation like win or lose it's all about getting nominated because ultimately enough people put your name down on a piece of paper to get yourself yeah that's kind of cool yeah just saying oh we're like actually part of new york city and you're getting recognized like right being that's all we want recognized for your work is always fun yeah um Um, any other thoughts about the glams i was confused by the performances (laughs) (laughs) um because i I know jasmine did her live yeah jasmine was great uh, live aria um weren't there supposed to be like four or five performers did i miss one there was a little oh this i don't even remember her performing who Honey Davenport. Honey, I remember Honey performing and I remember um, Olivia performing. We were just talking about Olivia because she used her Miss Paradise, um, I guess. Oh, she sure did. Dance routine. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, I thought, I think that was the Miss Paradise footage. No, yeah, it was, that. it was. Um, I saw her, Honey did her video montage. Uh, uh, we did her uh, gypsy mix. Gypsy, yeah. I remember. Gypsy. Yeah, but Dwar was good. Yeah, which like obviously she's fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think they yeah. only had perform four performers. I think only okay. four were scheduled. Um, yeah, because I remember there was a bunch of people on the poster, and I feel like I didn't see half. Of them. Yeah, some people on the poster were not in the show, and I don't know why, so I have to ask why. Oh, I thought because <laughs> they put like presenters on the poster too, right? Yeah, yeah, but not everyone who was on it was in the show. So, and this oh, was well. everything for the glams was pre-recorded. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, you so mean someone's happened? using someone's image to promote their show that they won't be at? <laughs> what that's never happened in new never york city. in new york city <laughs> um, oh my god overall i thought it was kind of fun to watch it um, it, it kind of reminded me of the glam awards because you know people like to come on and just talk mm-hmm. and talk <laughs> and talk i was like wow i really feel like i'm at the glams right now like this feels correct <laughs> especially for so for the in memoriam stuff i liked a lot i thought that was cool but the yeah. living legend stuff i was like okay wrap it up girls <laughs> I, people just kept talking and talking for it and but I that's like, the glam awards that's what happens like mm-mm. there's like 35 awards and then like once people get up there this is their moment girl like they just yeah. take their damn time it's too much but um, i gotta I tell mean, you my, my favorite parts of the glams the past three years that i've been mm-hmm. has always it's always like I'm excited to do my makeup. I'm excited to have somewhere to wear a gown to. 
and I'm excited to see all the other gowns that I've made for other people. None of my favorite part about the glams was ever this show. <laughs> so, I'm, well, so I miss when Bob and like Bianca used to host and like when Bob used to perform because it was always really good performances. Yeah, and funny and they were. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll see what happens next year. We'll see if there's just, glams next year as far as like, are they doing digital? I think they'll well, keep the podcast category. I hope. I, I hope so. Yeah. We'll win it one year, kids. We'll win it one year. Well, Bob and Monet can't be competing that year. <laughs> then maybe we'll win. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, didn't they institute that rule that once you win it one, one of the awards once, you can't win again? Really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. That's not true, because like, Vicky won two the, years in a row. <laughs> I think the BNAs do that. Oh. Well, I, I know they did the that clubs. for, like, best designer. They did? Because it was one of the newest categories. Yeah, the people who won can't win again. I thought Florence won twice in a row. Did she win? A, no, she won once. Who won the first year? Uh, the guy on Project Runway. What's his name? Uh, uh, I forget. I know who Christian Siriano. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, M- Mondo? Was it Mondo? Was it? What? I know it wasn't Florence because we left pissed. And it was, oh, okay. I was okay. At the time and it was hysterical. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I remember with Florence, uh, she won... We went to the BNA since she was nominated for best designer. And Florence is a six foot eight person. She's very tall, very noticeable, mm-hmm. even in a room full of drag queens. And I remember they announced the category and she lost. And she turned around. And I think everybody saw her coming. So they just like parted the audience. <laughs> and we all just like left it up. Um, God, that was so funny. People were like, oh, she mad. And she was mad. <laughs> Those she were the was good mad. days. Just to close out the glams, I just want to say thank you to anyone who's voted. We had a lot of people like voting for us and spreading the word. And like, I'm really, really appreciative. I like people really went mm-hmm. above and beyond than what I expected. I thought I was like, just vote one time and like leave it at that. But like people really spread the word and like told people to vote for us. So I am very, very appreciative. I voted Same for you guys. Here. Yay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people kept telling us that they voted for us and i was and like, like why <laughs> and it wasn't just like they voted they're like oh i got my entire family to vote oh i got like the entire city to vote like stuff like that like you know outside of new york so i'm just like what the hell mm-hmm. yeah so well, I, I was like well i'm gonna vote for somebody whose show i've been on yeah of course so, <laughs> <laughs> that just makes the most sense to me well i also voted similar like i helped with untitled show a tiny bit not really much but like mm-hmm. you know you're always going to end up aligning yourself with like things you've done and people you've seen absolutely yeah Ooh. um so we had another big life event last week um we did the whole inauguration kids we're we under did administration. It, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Um, did, it. I, did anyone I watch? <laughs> yeah, I watched. I, I watched um, the inauguration. Yeah. I fell asleep because I, we have a new cat, and I like I was up all night with the cat, so I missed it. <laughs> um, I was coming home. I was doing the walk of shame, and then watched. Like, literally, got home and I put the TV on. Good for you, sis. <laughs> um and i'm on only fans content you better ah! um and <laughs> i was all the gaga memes like so everybody's like freaking about the 
the Bernie memes, and I love those too. But like the Gaga memes, where she's They're like, so funny. The Star Wars, like she's a Star Wars character and blowing up Chromatica. I was losing my fucking mind at that. <laughs> so okay, um, unpopular yeah. opinion. Okay, this might this might get me canceled. You're canceled. Continue. But I'm gonna I will be end the call. <laughs> <laughs> I did not understand the dress. I didn't. Oh, Gaga's dress. Oh, okay. I didn't understand it. I liked it. I appreciate it, but I was very confused. Which one? The red one? I'm assuming. Yeah, the the what she sang in the the blue kind of neoprene coat with that oversized Mm -hmm. fishtail thing. Oh, the bird. Yeah, Yeah, the bird. Yeah. It was giving me Hunger Games. It she was. was it was very Hunger Games. I feel like Betsy it was very. Ross. It was Gaga very um, scaled down. But that—that's actually what I would because I got the the Hunger Games reference, and I'm like, if this is this, I mean, it wasn't. But if this was a Hunger Games reference, that doesn't seem like the best reference to do while on a podium at an inauguration. This seems a little inappropriate. <laughs> I don't think she was actually referencing the Hunger Games, but it definitely no. was the vibe of the Hunger Games. Oh, no. There's a whole BuzzFeed article explaining in great detail why oh, her brooch there? and the, the oh, emblem of Hunger but Games But is it is real? Different. I don't trust BuzzFeed. And I, I read oh. them all day long. <laughs> oh, no. There was a BuzzFeed uh, gay who was very upset that people would even consider that Lady Gaga would wear a brooch from Hunger Uh-oh. Games. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And gotcha. he explained in great detail why it was not. I'm like, okay, this is an article that I am currently reading. I'm part <laughs> of the problem. This is literally me on BuzzFeed all day long. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know why I'm reading this, but I'm here and I'm reading yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like 10 ways to bleach your hole with household remedies. Like, I would read that one. <laughs> so are we excited about the new presidency? There's been a lot of rollbacks on all the Trump bad policies. I mean, as much as I like, can be, I guess. Like, I think right now he's kind of I know it's like his first week or whatever, but like there's stuff he said he was gonna do and then like it's just not happening. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like the two thousand dollar checks and well that's not him. You you have to get the Congress and Senate everybody. Senate. Yeah, but they haven't made it a priority at all. They're focusing on the Trump. Well, I would um, like to get bullshit. Trump impeached because Yeah. I mean, no, he is impeached. He is impeached. He's he's facing well, trial. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Uh, that definitely well, should be priority, but yeah, I agree. Also, we need money. I think the um, what I mean, what I'm really excited that Trump is gone. That I think most people, well, actually, a lot of people are not, but well, I am very excited that he is. We gone. know that. However, based on history, we know that the first year, sometimes even the first two, by any new president, is awful because they're trying to kind of terraform the country from the shit that was left before oh yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of why i mean i love obama that first year was rough because mm-hmm. he had to kind of pick up a lot of stuff oh and, yeah and, like totally then, reverse the economy yeah and also i mean when trump became president his first year was actually in terms of like economics pretty good because obama set yep. him up yep um and then he fucked everything up so biden yep. i mean the the what how do you even begin? Like, could you? Imagine? I know. And the thing is, so much of what's wrong with the country is out of the president's hands. Yep. It really was just like, essentially, all of the powers that be were leaning towards the right for so long. Yeah. And so the court now, system is now even more conservative and Republican than it right. ever was, which is scary. now <laughs> he's 
pretty much well i will say that uh supreme court being that conservative was scary when the senate and the house were, yeah were conservative I agree. also I agree. now it's not as big of a problem but that lady is still ridiculous Ugh. well i'm what hoping is, they'll man? add more judges so it's just more even yeah. i don't think any of them should be political appointments at all but that's another i don't i don't day. think any of them should be serving until they die agreed i agree on that. <laughs> absolutely like my grandma was senile when she was 60 so well, like, yeah the, um there's some senators who like were they said they're like mentally i think they have like dementia or like they're just not mentally stable and they're there's still a lot serving of senators that are currently taking alzheimer's medication yeah so <laughs> yeah and you know and let me take that back because i don't want to seem ageist because i do believe that people of older age can kind of be with it but we can't but we can't uh, begin to believe that older people are the driving force of socio change in yeah. the country. Hell no. It's always been a crazy 20 year old who had some crazy ideas that then become billionaires. Normalcy. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's never been a 60 year old white senator. Nope. Ever. I, I just love that I saw an article was like, should millennials be in Congress? And it's like, like the also millennials are like <laughs> the right like age, like yeah, like twenty five and thirty five. So yeah. like, who who else should like, be in Congress? Yeah, I I would like to see the alternative apparently because they want these old people in Congress. Well, yeah. like it's and always been older people there. Yeah, since our and founding you know, fathers. There's this weird thing that people do when they get old. Um, die. So eventually, <laughs> millennials are going to be the older people. Is, all that is right. Yeah. So, like, should they be in Congress? Well, plot. Like, I don't mean to give away the ending, but uh, spoiler alert: so we're gonna have zombies. They will be leading, uh, leading Congress. <laughs> I know. Can't wait for Corona zombies. Oh, Corona God, zombies. Not this, not uh, but that's this. how I feel about Biden. He has he has a really hard job. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be him. Kamala has an even harder job. Yep. Um, but at least we got the Senate back. We didn't talk about that. We got we Georgia senators. Mm-hmm. That was like it. So usually, I think me and Martina were talking about this. Martina and I. Um, usually, like if if the election for the Georgia senators had happened during like election day, the normal times, like it, we wouldn't have gotten the Senate, but it's just through extreme circumstances of very racist policies that somehow reversed itself. Yeah. That we actually got the two senators. Ooh, ooh. I mean, love that for me. Voter suppression. <laughs> voter suppression actually. For one time, <laughs> the one time. It, it it's just so interesting seeing like, <laughs> it's almost like, like, okay, like when the storm on the Capitol happened and then all those people thought that they could just get on a plane and go home after and i remember somebody tweeting like imagine the privilege of you literally having a loaded semi-automatic rifle in the nation's capital building and then think you're going to catch the 350 back <laughs> to kansas it's true like so and then guess who instilled the travel band here's a hint wasn't the liberals so That's it's true. really funny to see like you mean you guys are now being held up by an unfair law put into place that we tried to avoid hmm you mean that law was actually terrible for everyone not only muslim people that you were trying to keep out that's right 
Wow. Mm-hmm. If only somebody would have told you that a year ago. It's just so funny. I agree. It's like it. we didn't even have to fight them. They literally set up their own their own weapons. Well, they think they're just like invincible. Yeah. Um, I hope. And, I'm talk- and I'm speaking specifically about conservative people. Yeah. Just- some Republicans. I mean, the two party system is whack. So like, as long as you're voting for who you need to be voting for and doing it in a wise way, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking about like radical conservatives. Yeah. Yeah. The ones who will storm the Capitol. Don't get me started on conservatism because I'll have a 45 minute video about it later. So, can't wait to watch. No, it should be a TikTok. Oh my God. No. Oh, speaking of TikTok, I found out there's a conservative version of TikTok called Clapper. And I I think I vaguely heard it. You should just troll them. I was talking to my friend and um, I shouldn't be giving our ideas out, but whatever. Whatever. No one's listening. We're going to be like anti faggotry like go on that grounds and then slowly over the course of a couple months have some beef with each other like fight and like expose each other for being faggots and then we get the wealth and the fame i love i love the setup i love the drama i love that i'm sure you're going to meet other faggots who are oh absolutely absolutely oh I'm into um, that so hard. You better go. I really it. hope you do that. <laughs> I just, you know, I just want to troll everybody. I love being a troll. It's so much fun. Do y'all get into trolling? Do you do? Do you do? Oh, the, the, always. The... I, you do. <laughs> I don't do any trolling. <laughs> I always troll. I, I, I watch Martyr t- troll people. Yeah, that's my enjoyment. Um, I don't have the the trolling stamina. But yeah, a... I don't either. Like I'm old. Too old. I like to mildly <laughs> annoy everybody a little bit. <laughs> Um, I think it's fun, but yeah, we. Uh, I think we should take a break. And yeah, we can get into my drag race trolling. So we have race. lots. Of, we're that we're gonna end the episode all drag race. Yeah, so Ooh, stay tuned. Right. We'll be right back, kids. Bye. 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 Wig? Did you just say wig? Wig. Okay. Flying. Yeah. Did you just have a birthday also? Yeah, we our birthdays are day after each other. I'm I'm the 18th. Of January? Yeah. Oh shit. I just turned 30. Yay. I just turned 30. Yeah, Yeah. birthday babies. Yeah. Martyr's the 22nd. I'm 23rd. But you're a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. Y'all are Aquarius. Not blessed. (laughs) <laughs> well like you're definitely a hard worker so i think you're very capricorn. i am based on everything that i read about capricorn everything in me wants to not even subscribe to it and then i realized that that in itself is probably one of yeah it's the very most capricorn, capricorn it's very, well, the, do. the thing is most of my chart is capricorn only my sun sign is aquarius oh um, yeah i have a yeah. lot of i have a couple of sagittarius big placements and then like literally the rest of the chart is just all capricorn I am a, I, I guess I am a hard worker. Yeah, that's like the number one Capricorn trait. Is it cool to say that you're a hard worker? Or yeah. Without sounding like a tool? Oh, it means you're like humble. Like the earth signs usually are awful, but like Capricorn's the least awful. Yeah. That's how I look at it. <laughs> I love every, every time I see one of those like Zodiac memes, someone yeah. is like, 
they always shit on Capricorns. And I'm like, why don't Capricorns ever make memes? And I'm like, because we're busy. Because they're Capricorn. Yeah, literally that. (laughs) Literally that. Got it. Because we busy. And we're back. (laughs) Um, Oh, hey. Sorry, I was slurping while you were saying back. So you're fine. (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. Welcome back, kids. It's our final little segment of our little podcast show. Shit show. Um, We're talking about Drag Race, I think, Caitlin. Yeah, so it's going to be all Drag Race all the time. We're going to talk about U.S. Drag Race, U.K. Drag Race, and then the upcoming Australian Drag Race. Not Not much to talk about with that one, but... We're going to, so we haven't talked about Drag Race since before the episode aired because we only really talk about it in these types of episodes. So we're, we could talk about all our thoughts, all our feelings. I, I want to start with US first because obviously we know the Queen's on it. Um, and I'm, me personally, just to start off, like I haven't been very excited about this season. So that's where I am right now. You've not been very excited? <laughs> I no. like this season. I've For the US? I, so I like <laughs> I like the queens on the show, but I have not liked any of the episodes. The only thing I've liked in the past, whatever, what are we up? Three episodes already? Four. It'll be four by the time this airs, but we haven't seen yeah. the fourth episode. FYI. Um, the only thing I've liked so far is just um, Denali doing what's No, we'll be on the fifth episode. Oh, fifth episode. Yeah. yeah like yeah. nothing's really stood out to me. Like the contestants are great, but as far as like the actual show goes, I've been very bored with it. This past episode, the Hallmark, the Rue Hallmark shows. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, what? No. I thought, okay. See, no. I, I'm going to confess something right now. Go oh, ahead. God. I. We forgive you. Love Hallmark movies. So yeah, I, eat, I, I breathe and smell them before I go to sleep. <laughs> I love them. Oh my god! If there's a gay Hallmark movie, I am nutting in well, my pants. Is there one? I love it. With um Jonathan Bennett. Oh, there's so much. I actually have them in on DVD. There's oh, so many. I didn't know that. I thought there was only one. No, well, I'm. I guess not. When I say Hallmark, I mean that kind of like that genre. The Christmas, yeah. The Christmas holiday Hallmark movie, yeah. Yeah, so this was like this challenge was right up my alley because I love those kinds of movies, and I know that it's all cheese, it's all camp. So I was really happy to see them all kind of be cheesy, cheesy and campy. See, um, I, don't, I don't mind it. It's just their writing is so bad. But like, I get it; they're trying to be purposely bad, but it's just boring to me. I don't know. I'm not interested. Um, I got in some Twitter drama because, of course, I did <laughs> about this past episode because there's a lot of contention between. Um, the contestants and then like RuPaul and Michelle being like and I guess Ross too being like oh these kids when like people in their 20s aren't understanding the references from like oh you're talking about the reference thing so um, me personally I think if you want to do drag you should like like universal drag not like niche drag I'm talking like universal drag you should be able to understand references that's just me I, personally. <laughs> like I think I've absorbed a lot of references through osmosis because I I tell this people all the time I haven't seen the Wizard of Oz like I've not seen which that is movie. insane. Um, yeah. but can I tell you what fucking happens during the movie? Of course. <laughs> yeah. No. You, like I agree. Like you don't have to have seen everything, but you should have just a basic understanding of references, especially because yeah. it was such a huge part of like drag culture specifically throughout time. It's always been like well, that. What I will say in regards to that, though, is 
old references only get older mm-hmm. and queens keep getting younger. Mm-hmm. So what a 19-year-old considers old is, <laughs> is almost yeah, derelict. Like, yeah, they think like things that five years before they were like born is like yeah, I said this to my roommate today, and like just thinking about this blew my mind. Did you guys know that the year 1999 was 21 years ago? And that is 1999 is the first year that I still oh, can remember. Yeah, I can remember like every single day from year 1999. Mm-hmm. It's just like my year. Yeah, and it's 21 years ago. Yeah. The 80s, which people seem to love to reference on Drag Race, was 40 years ago. That is wild. 1980. 1981. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, so you're, like, if you're you're getting mad at a 21-year-old for, like, why didn't you know this reference from 1921? It's a part of drag culture. It ain't a part of her drag culture. I agree. Mm. I'm with you on that, but I just feel like I just love pop culture to begin with. And that's something that's part of why I love drag in general is just because they make the campy references that no only like the queer community would even know about because like Mm. the straight community has already walked past that line a long time ago. So like they keep that that memory alive. That's what I love. But I know I know also how just like baby drag queens are and like Gen Z. Yeah, they they they're, well, they they can't even under like they barely understand what happened in the nineties. You know what I mean? If you, think, <laughs> if you think about like for a twenty-one-year-old drag queen, their drag culture is Drag Race. That's so true them referencing Drag Race would make more sense to me than them referencing whatever happened to Baby Jane. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, you can't be mad at. You can't be mad at someone behaving in a way that they were taught to behave. RuPaul don't yep. fuck up drag. You made this. Yeah. And I think cultural references like that also erase um, minority groups that like, like to expect um, communities of color to watch like, like you said, whatever happened to Baby Jane is kind of yeah. wild to me. Like I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that has actually seen that movie. <laughs> Me. Like, I have. Me. Yeah. Me. Um, like, I have, but I'm 30. Like, yeah, you know? like I don't think that I definitely that think there's time for like people. Well, my favorite, because um, so I was at what was it, the queer tees in LA, and um, mm-hmm. Alyssa and Dick Detox did like, like, because I guess Alyssa did it on the show on Drag Race, but like in person, they did like a frame by frame like reenactment of the whole movie. And I was like, all right, it's time. I got to see this thing already. <laughs> Yeah, it was so good. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I think I did watch it because of the skits on Drag Race, and like that's a good introduction. But to expect people to like know it off the bat, top of their head. No, I agree. But I, I definitely (laughs) think people can also do research. Yeah. Yes. I just don't think. uh, I just don't think like the eighties aren't that big of a deal to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for a four-year-old they are, they are <laughs> you, well everything like, always comes back older. around too like things that you know things yeah. come back so there's time i, I mean guess. like my drag heroes are not going to be the drag heroes of a person who is younger than me i think yeah of course i would say oh yeah um 
what was I gonna say? Uh, does does anyone have any favorites to win currently based on the four episodes we've watched? Simone. Yeah, I anyway, team yeah. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent team Simone and I like Olivia a lot. Those have been my I like Olivia too. Oh, I love Olivia. I got to work with her before like a little bit in the two months that she'd been doing drag before she got paid to go to drag race. Literally that though. Literally she that. Is, she is so beautiful yeah. in person, both out of drag and in drag. And also unreasonably and annoyingly nice oh, it's because she's from jersey i guess <laughs> i get well she's from not jersey she's from somewhere oh she's not from not, jersey like no. she's not like born and raised jersey right oh i wonder where she's from somewhere in the south i believe oh that, that makes so sense sweet. and i remember she was so timid about her drag i dropped oh. off a costume for her and she like didn't want her co-workers to know about it yet oh and then, like, cut to a week later, she's on drag she race. got the call for drag. That's so funny, though. <laughs> but that's how green yeah. she was. She's just, she was like, you know, barely on the scene, yeah. and then boom, drag race. But yeah. she's, I mean, she's just so stunningly beautiful and so talented. I love Olivia. I feel like her personality is perfect for television. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's not necessarily like how many years you've been doing drag or like what your talents are. It's are you good TV? And I think she's mm-hmm. great TV. So. Yeah. Oh, I think if, I mean, I've decided two years ago that there is no rhyme or reason to how casting works on Drag Race. Oh, no. It doesn't make sense. No. It's just, they're like, honestly, it comes down to was a casting director feeling a certain kind of way that day. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of it is based on the, uh, like, all the personalities have to fit together in a certain mold. Yeah. And if you don't fit into that cast, even if you're like amazing or whatever, if you don't fit into that specific cast, you ha- you're you going to have to wait. Yeah, well, because the show is written way before oh, yeah. anybody's casted the show. So they're looking for they're looking for the banji one. They're looking for yeah. the comedy queen or yep. the problematic one. Yep. Um, you know, everyone I, has to fit like, a role. You think you think it's. Do you really think RuPaul gives a fuck about trans people? No. no. But some writer <laughs> was like... Some way said trans rights. So trans maybe. rights. Well, I mean, some writer was like, yeah, this is a season. Yeah. Enough well, people hate RuPaul. Now we got to win them back. Yeah. Yeah. Literally that, though. Literally that. Uh, I think it's like there was so many people that loved RuPaul. Then when people started hating her, so many people hated her. More than people who loved her. Mm-hmm. And now she has a bigger fan base, so they're switching over. I'm like, whoever is running, whatever Olivia Pope is running your PR, <laughs> she, you better be paying her the big bucks because <laughs> she is doing it right for you. Even that Sherry Pie business oh, turned around Lord. in the right way. <laughs> yep, they really figured that shit out real quick, real fast. Um, so leaving from the U.S. version, has everyone been watching the U.K. version? I literally I, just yes. asked you for the your login to WoW Presents so I could watch it later. Oh, you uh, have <laughs> you have you yet. watched? Oh, okay. So for me personally, the U.K. version has like far outshone the U.S. version. U.S. version, yeah. I'm just very bored. U.K. version, like the queens are so fresh, they're so funny. I really love the first season of UK Drag Race. So watching like the second season is just as good, if not even better. And yeah. like I've been really, really excited to tune in every week. Like I'm really excited on Thursday for the new episode. 
And I also just like being able to watch it on demand. I think watching live and like having to like drop everything. This is a very like 2021 problem is like <laughs> it, it annoys me. So maybe that's partially why I'm like annoyed at U.S. Drag Race. But just to watch UK on my own time and I can yeah. pause it. Ah, oh, it's just like a world. Of oh, <laughs> I'm totally with you. I, I started watching WandaVision. Uh-huh. And they're doing like episode a week, kind of like TV. Oh, and I'm gotcha, like, gotcha. This is against gay rights. Yeah. How dare you? I require an entire season at the same time, please. That's right. That's right. Like, (laughs) I just want to watch it on my own terms. But with Drag Race, the problem is, like, you get spoiled instantly. Like, the second something happens, you're going to be spoiled about it if you go online. So, like, I have to watch it live. But, like, UK, I can just watch on my own time. And just, I just love all the queens. I'm 100% for taste. I want taste. Oh, my God. She was so stunning. And, oh, I don't want to give us, wait. It's, we can talk about it. I don't. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> but uh, she had to lip sync this yeah. last one. Yeah, and the last did, one. Memory. They did from memories from cats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! She killed it. I would like. I would throw my wallet at her if it was in person. Well, I would so- take money and put it into <laughs> her bra. Yeah. Well, so what I love, they do the Rusical challenge. Usually the Rusical challenges are like very messy. There's only like one or two queens who could like sing or dance, but in the UK, like. The arts are very integrated in their education at a very early age. And it's not like just a gay thing. It's just like, oh, you're a person. You're the arts. This is our culture. Like English arts is like, that's it. So like all these queens can sing, they can dance, they can act. And like, that's just all part of them. So like the musical was so good. Because like they're actually really talented in that way. They weren't all able to sing. Not all of them, but Uh, like, I'd say like 80 to 85%. They were, yeah, this one, and I gotta say, like, the, for the UK producers and choreographers, like, th- that show that they did, what was it, Rats. Rats, the risk. Like, so spoof. it's a, it's, a, yeah, Spoof Cats. They, I mean, they were dancing. Yeah. And singing. Singing. And like, like and they now, could probably take that show on the road if they really wanted to. A hundred percent. I now I'm like a big fan of Veronica Green. So I like did her, her research and she was on another UK show where she like did a singing number and like Davina DeCampo was one of the judges. And it's amazing. I totally recommend it's on her Instagram, the clip. She's just like really killed it. And like she was like yeah. the secret hidden weapon because you would never think she's that good. And she's just amazing. I like her. I like, um, I mean, Taste is my winner. Taste sure. is number one for me, though. Taste Agreed. And, I've, and I've only seen their, like, promos. But... What's her name? Uh, Biddy. Biddy. Oh, oh, Bimini Bon. Bimini. Bimini, Bimini Bon Boulash. Yeah, she's so great. Also, she's because so I secretly want to bang her. But yeah, <laughs> she's, oh, wow. so, she's so pretty. Her drag is really pretty. But yeah, like listen, she can... when in doubt, pick the cute one, you know? But she like really brought it for the Rusical too. Yeah. Because she, she was in the bottom of the first episode. But like she came back. She bounced back. And oh, the big controversy was um the first elimination with um what's his name? Joe Green? Am I wrong? Joe Black. Joe Black. <laughs> Thinking of colors. Yeah. Well, because everyone <laughs> uh Joe Black is one of the is like a well-known queen like super well-known um i have a friend who um lived in the uk and would just stalk all his shows and like base their entire drag persona on joe black yeah. so like joe's like very very beloved i guess and no one thought I mean, he would go home first they maybe they'll go. be back maybe <laughs> i i don't know <laughs> i doubt it but maybe 
Uh, also, yeah. this season, what I just liked is that we didn't. I know it's because of VH1, like wanting more episodes, but we we had an elimination the first episode. Yeah, and not doing that for this season, Drag Race US, has just been too much for me. I need eliminations. I just well, need the I, show to progress. <laughs> I think one of the, but the thing is, one of the criticism that you that Drag Race US was getting was that we really never got to see what that first queen. I mean, all of them spent thousands of dollars yeah. to get ready. Yeah. And that first queen, I know um, Dahlia kind of made a huge think about it because they yep. went, I mean, they didn't get to show anything and yeah. they spent thousands of dollars. Yep. And especially with the pandemic, there's no guarantee that any of them, even the winner, is ever going to work. Yep. So get that money back. Like immediately. Right. Yeah. So I think it was, I mean, they weren't the most fun episodes. Those lip syncs seemed a little trite. Uh, but <laughs> I, I do not agree with the for the U.S. version for a lot of the winners. I, I was just like, this is kind of suspicious. <laughs> I mean, but it's also like, if if I got somewhere and I'm wearing an outfit, to, oh like, yeah, like the outfits, I, a lot of them weren't meant for to perform in. They're meant yeah. for an entrance look. A lot of them aren't even meant to be walking in. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're literally just so you get the photo for the entrance, and that's it. Right, they change out because that's the photo that follows you everywhere. forever until you're dead. Until you're dead. Yeah. Or Sherry Pie. So, but that's also dead. <laughs> She's dead to me. <laughs> dead to me. Um, um, I just to wrap up and then we'll wrap up the episode. Um, Australian Drag Race has been announced. There's been a yes. lot of trauma with Australian Drag Race. So from my insider tea is that they were ready to go like maybe two or three years ago. They were ready to go. They had a network and then the network didn't want to spend the money on the show. So like it was completely ready to go. And then boom, they, it just went in purgatory basically. But now they are filming in New Zealand and um, I, it's open to New Zealand residents and Australian residents. And I really am excited. Like Australian drag is like, we have American drag, you have like UK drag, and then you have Australian drag. And those are like, yeah. at least in the Western world, those are like the three big drag hubs. So I think it's a long time coming. They're one of the few places that don't have Corona um, restrictions. So they can actually yeah. shoot right now, which is insane. And I'm excited. I hope Art Simone is the host the winner I'm no sure i hope she's, she's the host <laughs> i think she's going to be on the show i think they're only bringing it there so that they can give her oh, a I, crown. <laughs> I agree i mean i she's I, fabulous I, she has I mean, to she has to be in the show like somehow yeah i think uh from what i heard was yeah, that rupaul ahead. wasn't the reason the only the reason why the network pulled the plug is because rupaul decided that she didn't want to be the host the host mm. i don't know if rupaul's actually there She's no gonna idea. be. She's gonna be the host for this. Oh, episode. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, her and Michelle Visage are both doing it, and uh, I think it's because the network was like, "Nah, fuck y'all. If you're not well, doing it, it's not happening." I also think because of Corona, they don't know what's gonna happen with the UK and the US as far as yeah. like, because LA is still a mess, UK is a mess right now. So they're like, "Oh, we know we can actually go to this country and like shoot it, and we'll have right. something in the can." I'm excited for it. I'm so excited. I really hope. Well, I didn't realize how diverse Australian drag has gotten. So I hope I know they won't, but I hope they do bring some diversity on. Uh, I mean, if they're smart, they will. Yeah, but I also am just excited for like classic Australian queens. Like I, I love Priscilla Queen of the Desert. I know not everyone's like that in Australia as far as drag goes, but like 
if if one queen is anything like one of the Priscilla Queen of the Desert queens, <laughs> I will be so freaking happy. That's all, all right. I want. Just untucked with a oh my god. <laughs> untucked is gonna be insane because they they're just gonna scream yeah. cunt all day long to each other oh it's my god be so funny i like american <laughs> drag race on untucked so far it's pretty much just been like uh watch this girl cry and also watch candy muse hate everyone <laughs> literally that's all untucked is <laughs> but for me that's always just what new york nightlife has been because i've well... spent so much time with candy so like Candy's just being herself, and I'm like, I love it. Yeah, Marta? she's great. Artier, are you alive? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I don't know. The the international versions of Drag Race, I kind of kind of watch and kind of don't watch. Like I watched Canada, and then I watched. Canada was good. Half of Drag Race UK's first season. I love Drag Race UK first season. And I did. I compl- I completely Holland, skipped Holland. Holland was only good for the runways, but the actual show was kind oh, of yeah. messy. But the runways were great for Holland. Oh my god. I was always like, I, I, I remember watching Drag Race Holland and just being like, I'm sorry, is fashion just less expensive in Holland? Because I don't understand how all of these not famous drag queens can afford like all of this beautiful couture. Well, so Envy Peru is like one of the most like well-known international queens and she got like the top designer of the Netherlands I guess to do all her outfits but I don't know about everybody else I don't know about I mean all of the I mean especially that drag queen that was she brought like the the rolling skirts that you see like oh yeah yeah Uh, setter jean I think yeah and I'm like what yeah that was amazing I love their how did you make this how did you pay for it how did you get it in a uh, suitcase to get here I, I feel like they probably didn't have restrictions the way they do in the U.S. That's my yeah. guess. Well, like, I mean... Which is fine. I think they everyone should just bring their drag. Just bring your damn drag. Well, no. but No? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a show. Yeah. Well, um. so online, Monet and I guess some other people were talking about how, like, they should just bring back a season where they're only... They're not allowed to have anything. They have to go there and they'll get their makeup. They have to make their own padding. They have to make their own outfits and oh. have it like a survivor version. Like of Like drag. drag survivor? Yeah. Oh my God. That's an all-star season right there. That would be, That'd that be would a great all-star show. Yeah. Because nobody knows how to do anything anymore. Yeah, it's so true, though. <laughs> it's really true. I mean, even this cast, none of them know how to do anything. Do any of them sew? I don't think they do. Tina I guess sews. we'll find out. Oh, Tina. The, Tina's a big sewer, obviously. The next episode, they're doing a ball oh, challenge. Oh, I forgot they're doing the, yeah, they're doing. Yeah, but with ball challenges, it's only, they only make one outfit for that. Yeah. And it's usually like, well, I'm just, because I like, I mean, I, I'm one of the, okay. I'm one of those queens. It's like, I, I make my own hair. I make my own yeah. costumes. I do my own makeup, obviously. Like I've even cobbled my own shoes. Wow. There is no uh I there is no better feeling than fucking serving a look that you made. So I don't think all drag queens are required to know how to do all those things. But I just wish that they did so that they could feel that feeling. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. it's so good. Well, the original Drag Race season one was supposed to, they're all, they were all supposed to bring their own designers with them. And then they changed it last minute being like, oh, you need to sew. So, I mean, 
I guess it was always in their heads. The producers of Drag Race. Yeah. Because Drag Race is literally just um, Project Runway and America's Next Top Model, a spoof of both of those things. And then it just turned into both those things. Mainly Top Model. Mainly Top Model. Yeah, so that's where we are. Yeah, well, I guess, but to be fair, like, even if you win the show, it's very clear that you don't need any of those skills to be a famous drag queen. Nope. Well, like, Simone, I guess, like, in the preview, she's like, I can't make anything. So, you know, you don't want to lose those talents either, because obviously we like her on this show. And talk about drag culture. I mean, making your own shit is part of drag culture. I I am 100% with you on that Mm -hmm. one. I wish I knew how to sew. (laughs) But not even just sewing, like, doing wigs doing your makeup but no but like make a look you know yeah making a look is a part of drag culture serving it oh a hundred percent like build a fucking trash can if you uh yeah you have to yeah it's a pillowcase Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it makes me think of um avanti garbage is that her full name avant garbage avant garbage my rock bar sissy yeah she's that's her couture she always yeah. has a pop on her head. And I'm here for it. And she makes shit out of plastic bags and, and uh, she made a she did a CVS young. receipt dress. It yes. was awesome. I liked it. Gag. Yeah. All of her wigs uh, are made out of yarn too. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Cause they look like mops. Yeah. Well, it's it's like yeah. Mop material. Okay, kids. And on that note. Time. <laughs> to wrap it up i think we're definitely good on time i think it's definitely yeah we're, we're here uh, to go i know we're this ready to audio... operate an app <laughs> you're uh, yeah definitely yeah, um this audio here. capture is gonna be take forever to send to you <laughs> That's fine. it's fine um, um girly where can the kids yeah. find you on the internet well you can find me on instagram and facebook at viva vidalia and you can also stream my new single, Being Here With You, on all major music platforms. Yay. Oh my god, that's really cute. So glad you have Hello. stuff to promote. Search up Viva Vidalia and look out for my album coming out in two weeks. Yay! That's so cute. soon. Yeah, that's really soon. It is very, I've been working on it for a long time, uh, so it's soon for y'all. For me, it's like fucking get out already. Yeah, <laughs> it's god. a baby. Yes. Baby. And it's in my oven. Mm. Oh my god! But yeah, this. my music, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm Martyr. I'm C Tipper. And this was Wigan Out. <laughs> Thank you, Viva, for being on again. Yeah, come you. back next year. <laughs> yes. Just every year, come back. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm down. I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. Bye, kids. Bye. I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on Work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. 
artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.